um for me it's always like spider-man as a character has always been like that kind of um carrying your cross or like that self-sacrifice <laughs> that self-sacrifice Oh, we started, right? Oh, yeah, we're, we're in here. We're in business. Welcome to the Fuego Brothers podcast. My name is Josh, and I'm here with... I am Luke. 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 The, the non-Skywalker. Yeah, the not, the, not the Skywalker. Just your standard off-the-street Luke model. <laughs> Off the street. <laughs> Hot in the streets. That's what you are. That's for sure. That's, we're literally talking about how we're both perfect tens. Yes. So Our text message conversation. I will actually put up for you so that you, you can should see what kind of humor that we would be actually kind of great so should we do like podcast voices like, <coughs> we're, like we're news anchors on today's episode yeah of the fuego brothers <laughs> i was gonna we'll go for like more of like a newscaster <laughs> oh okay My welcome bad. to the fuego brothers podcast um, we're gonna talk about spider-man today anyway so before we get get into we're gonna talk about spider-man no way home and a little bit about the podcast itself we're talking about pop culture, nerd stuff, along with, you know, the gospel, how those things mix together, and and hopefully, because I've never seen that before in a podcast, and I thought that would be really cool. Yeah, we were kind of talking, and we're both into, you know, your classic sci-fi fantasy uh, nerd stuff, as yeah. we call it, right? So he's read the actual comics, I just watched the movies, so I'm probably going to gradually steer into that territory, but we figured it would be good to take... Uh, an approach of a podcast that talks about both those things and puts them together for people who like that kind of stuff, yeah. but then want to take home a little little nugget at the end. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you were talking about how like you watch, you'll watch a podcast, but you it's you kind of run into the same things where people are just kind of breaking down movies and Easter eggs and and how it relates to the comics and stuff. But I actually wanted to talk about a little bit about how it came about. So what, like, where did it start with you? Like this a whole idea of doing this. So it it started yeah, actually where we're sitting at Watershed Church. Yeah. Uh, Josh and I both go here. We both help out on uh, a hosting team. Um, Big so shout out we, by the way for like the using the facility, letting yes. us use the facility. Great church here in San Antonio. If if you're ever in need of a place to go, um, but we do the announcements, and there was a message series that was specifically around um, comic book characters. Mm -hmm. And Josh here is a fantastic artist. Uh, and did some custom comics for the church for that series. And so when we were hosting during that series, we noticed that it was really easy for both of us to come up with examples and tie-ins for those messages mm -hmm. and kind of bring them out on stage. And I had a blast relating those kinds of things yeah. to the stuff that I love. Yeah. And so we started coming up with this little phrase that we use whenever we would Host uh, together. work on hosting together. Yeah. Um, and it kind of stuck. And then one day yeah. I texted Josh, I'm like, hey, we should have a podcast. And <laughs> yeah. he just responds like, yeah. And I wasn't sure if he was like excited or not. Yeah. I've learned that uh, Josh's dry humor and text messages, like you look through our text sometimes, it's like the Sahara, but he's having fun. <laughs> and so <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah. And then like a week later, I texted him like, no, I was like 90% serious. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, yeah, for sure. Like I was, I'm all up in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because I think it was such like a, like that hosting day was just so, like fire yeah. and i thought we just had such a good time together and it was so good yeah man so 
it's funny that that happened because like after the after the the series ended i was like man i kind of want more of that like i kind of want to keep that going it'd be cool to do that in a like almost like a podcast capacity and i was in like not even like having like a quiet time with the lord but i was just like you know god that'd be cool to do a podcast um that combined you know the things that i love superheroes comic books and stuff like that with the gospel and then like not even a week later, you were just like, hey, let's do a podcast. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, for sure. That was like my sign that was like, yeah, we need to do this. So I mean, I, I've been sitting, like I use this kind of equipment for a different podcast that I do for work um, that's just like boring. It's all security related. But I was looking around and I, I was like, Lord, there's got to be a way for me to use this for something else. Yeah. Like I want to use this to further something that's not yeah. just like work because it's almost right. an advertisement. Yeah. for for work and like i think the next weekend was when we hosted together and i was like hmm i think yeah. i might have found a dynamic here that for would be sure. enjoyable for people to for watch sure. absolutely i mean if anything you're at least nice to look at so <laughs> <laughs> so okay so spider-man no way home the movie was i'm i mean they say it's like the, the one of the best marvel movies i love spider-man so i'm definitely biased towards that what did you think of the movie I am not as avid of a Spiderman lover <laughs> as Josh is. Spiderman. I'm a I'm a Batman guy. That sounds like a like a high school teacher, Mr. <laughs> Spiderman. And he's just like the most uptight dude. John A. Spiderman. <laughs> <laughs> um But I I agree that it's one of the, the top Marvel movies and there is there's just a lot going on. It's a long yeah. movie, but they pack quite a bit in a short time. And of course, they have the reunion that everybody right. loves. Right. But there are so many parallels that you can draw with his journey in that movie uh, with biblical characters. No, definitely. Yeah. So what stood out to you? What was like the first thing watching the movie that you're like, hmm, that might have a, a deeper point to it? Ooh. Um, for me, it's always like Spider-Man as a character has always been like that kind of um carrying your cross or like that self-sacrifice <laughs> that self-sacrifice of like saying like okay like i'm gonna give up what i want in order to serve others which is exactly what what jesus asks, asks us to do is to put others before ourselves um and i saw that you kind of see that throughout the the film where he is like you know taking the taking the bad guys to happy's apartment to kind of try to cure them so to speak and so, you know, he doesn't he doesn't want them to die. And that's a huge thing. I think that, you know, for us, we think of it in an eternity aspect where we don't want people to die in the spirit. So we tr we want to introduce them, you know, to to Christ. And so I see that kind of parallel in Peter when he's like, I don't want these guys to die in their universes. You know, I want to help them um get better so that they don't go back and commit crimes and then eventually get killed by Spider-Man. You know what I mean? So I think that was like one of the one of the first things that stood out to me was just that self-sacrificial thing that kind of runs throughout the Spider-Man history and even in the comics too. What was what was like your favorite part of the movie? Like biblically or just in just general? just in general, yeah. It it had to be when Tobey Maguire showed up. Really? I yeah, like the the Theater went like into an uproar. Oh, when both of them showed up, but when Toby yeah. showed up, it was just like, ah, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. 
I just it was it was cool seeing the dynamic of how each of them had taken a different journey as Spider-Man yeah. because Andrew Garfield showed up in the suit. Yeah. And Tobey Maguire showed up in his clothes. In his youth pastor clothes. Because he was he was just a guy. Yeah. Like he was distancing himself from Spider-Man a little bit. He had learned how to live the separate lives. Yeah. And Andrew's Spider-Man Spider-Man consumed him yeah. when he went through the things that he did because he felt like he had to throw himself into that. Whereas Toby was further along in his journey and he had learned to like set that aside and also live his life right. separately. Right. That's such a cool perspective. I didn't even think about like how like those kinds of things and I'll probably touch more on this when we get to the next episode about Batman. Um, but how like those things can like you can those things, things, these same things happen in both of their lives and kind of push them in different directions. And so depending on how we let things like affect us, it can take us in, in several different directions. And I think that's really an interesting thing that you brought up. One of the, the things that hit me about No Way Home is a parallel to the, the most like beat up poor dude in the Bible, <laughs> which would be Job, yeah. right? Because yeah. at a point in the movie, um, Peter's lost everything. He lost his aunt. Mm-hmm. She like straight up gets like ganked by the police, right? Because yeah. the Green Goblin put them in a bad situation that was technically his fault, kind of. But all of these things happened. And uh, do you remember in Job when he's getting advice from his wife? Mm-hmm. And she's like, not it. Right. 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 That was, I feel like, his internal monologue. Okay. But he chose to ignore it, and um, I can't remember in Job if someone gave him good advice. Was it, it was his, one, yeah, it was one, one of, of his friends. friends. Yeah, one of his friends did. So that's what happened with Peter, right? He's right. on the roof of the school, and a group of his friends came and gave him the correct advice. Right. So the guy who's lost everything, who is being used as an example, um, where the devil is like, look, he's going to break, and the Lord's like, try it. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like the Green Goblin was like, Spider Man's going to have to break. Mm-hmm. And his friends were like, You can try it, but he's a stand up guy. He's right. going to get through it. And in he's the solid. end, he had to make that decision that further hurt himself to do mm-hmm. the right thing. He had to give up MJ, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. That's definitely, um, like, again, that self sacrificial thing where it's like knowing, you know, I could have this. I could literally bring her memory back if I just talked to her. But in order to keep her safe, I'm willing to, like, lose that. I think another thing um, that, that I thought about was when, so it's after Aunt May has already died. Oh, I, obviously, spoiler alert, right? Because everybody. I think you, it's been out long enough. If you don't know that there's other Spider-Men and people die. Yeah. <laughs> By this what time, like, doing? what are you doing with your life? What rock do you live under, dog? Seriously. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is that like uh, an outdated term that you? No, not at all. I just love that you used it. It was great. But anyway, so like, so he's at Aunt May's grave with Happy, and Happy's like, you know, he's saying that you know the worst part is that everything she stood for died with her, and Peter's like, nah, player, like, we'll keep it going, and he's like, oh yeah, for sure, and and that made me think about, you know, the great the great commission you know, the, what Jesus said, like, you know, go out into the world and, and make disciples, tell them what I did for them, tell them about me. 
And, and I think that that that's the parallel that I draw there too, is like, you know, Peter is not just doing this because he's got this great power, you know, he's doing it because of what he was taught by uncle Ben and aunt May that they brought him up to like have these values. And now that he has this power, he can go out and, and use it the right way. Just the same way we have this power and that lives in us, the Holy spirit. And, you know, we're to go out and do the same thing. And I think it, sometimes it seems boring because, you know, we're just, we think it's like, well, we're just praying for people or we're just, we're just telling people about Jesus. But that, that actually has a lot more power than we think about. Because if you look at it in the spirit realm, you know, there are angels and demons battling for humanity. And when we pray, you know, that's power that has power. And, you know, I wish, I wish sometimes that we could see into the spirit world because, I think it would be a lot like a comic book. It would be these insane battles that we don't even see going on in our lives. But, um, you know, I think that's the parallel I draw there is that, you know, Peter has this power now and he's he's going to take that and move forward with these ideals that he was brought up with, that he was taught. I think you, like we as, I'm not, I'm not sure 100% on your background, but I was brought up like in the church since the day I popped out, they like gave me a hymnal, right? Like, <laughs> right. So I think a lot of times we lose the the respect for things like prayer and those things that we do on a day to day basis. You kind of take it for granted because we've always had it, mm-hmm. and I think it's a bigger deal to the people who potentially didn't have it. Mm-hmm. And so someone who you know comes up for twenty years uh, without the Lord, and then like now they do they know that like huge impact that it has but if you're like living in the impact the whole time you're mm-hmm. like the frog in the pot right that doesn't know that the water's getting hot because you've always been there right um and so i think at some point peter was in the same boat right he didn't necessarily know everything that he had and how good yeah everything was that's true until he didn't have it anymore and he got it got taken away because mm-hmm. he was a little selfish, right? right? He wanted to make things better for him. He wanted people to forget right. that he was Spider-Man. And so he's like, this isn't good anymore. Like, I want to go back to this. And he didn't realize that he was doing fine before. Right. Uh, right. But he got selfish and he wanted more than that. And he had to pay the price for it. And so I don't know if that made any sense. No, it definitely did. I think on the one hand, that's true. On the other hand, though, I think about it in the way that like he was like, he went to Doctor Strange and was like, hey, like, this isn't for me. Like, this is ruining my friends' lives. Like, they can't go to school. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, everybody should forget about Spider-Man. But I think that that where that that selfishness comes in is when he's like, well, I want everybody to still remember me, though. Like, I still want my life to be perfect. But I just want, like, he kind of wanted to have his cake and eat it, too, mm-hmm. instead. But, like, and in the end, like, it's kind of funny because, like, everybody just forgot about Peter Parker in general. Like, not just, like, Spider-Man, like. Peter Parker like does not exist anymore, which is interesting. But that's that's another thing you know we bring up is that like, you know he he said what if everybody forgot about Peter Parker, and I think that's a really cool concept too because what do we say in our faith? We say you know less of me and more of Jesus, right? So it's like I want me to like get out of the way completely so that Jesus can shine, so that God can shine, and that that makes me think about that too. Is like Peter gave up his own identity so that the people he loved could be safe. I agree with that, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, perhaps I overstepped in saying that it was entirely a selfish decision, which I think was your point. Well, you got he got some was... big feet, so it's easy to do that. 
And that's episode one, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's it. That's the podcast. Goodbye. You got a long stride, dude. <laughs> You're super tall. I'm like six feet. That's not super tall. Six feet is tall, especially in San Antonio. That's true. Everybody here is short. Do you get people coming up to you and they're just like, can you get this down for me? Like, Yes. I get Everyone that too, my but family. not a lot. Really? Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're all like here. Yeah, that's true. I get that at work. I get it at the store. It's the it's the curse of it's the curse of being being a flight. Is I it hot in here? I feel like it's like a lot of yeah. The AC doesn't work in here. Oh, I was just saying because of all of the fuego. Oh, but no, like it is hot because <laughs> the AC doesn't work, <laughs> so it doesn't help that we're adding fuego with three cameras, two lights, a laptop. That's and true. Us, us, you know, yeah. I feel like this, this, the heat that's that's coming off of this podcast is just too much. For I me actually right called the San Antonio Fire Department and warned them just in case that we were recording. Yeah, yeah. just come. They're on standby outside right now, smelling very flammable in <laughs> right now. Yeah, no, for real. Okay, so so what are so any final thoughts about the movie? Any other favorite parts? Like, I, I like for me, like one of the highlights of the movie was was Ned. Okay. Like, tell me more. Everything like he would say, like he was like, "So, you know, do you have a best friend over there?" And he's like, "Yeah." Like he turned into a supervillain and tried to kill me. <laughs> and then like the other guy, the, the Peter two, Peter three, the same thing. You know what I mean? And then so he's just like, "I promise not to turn, turn into, into a super <laughs> super villain and try to kill you." And he's like, "Okay." And then <laughs> like he's just, like the way he just st- sits there and smiles. He's just like. <laughs> That that was like one of the highlights of the movie for me, and I know this is a a faith based podcast, but I love the part when when they're all just like, "Cure some ass, like, <laughs> cure that ass." <laughs> <laughs> it's dead my favorite part. <laughs> oh my god! Which is what Jesus did when he died for us. So, right? You would consider your ass cured? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> among other things. But yes. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, like, speaking of the the Holy Spirit parallels, I think there's uh, kind of another one in there, which is uh, potentially Tony, like, acting as, like, the dad figure and, like, giving him power that wasn't his. Mm -hmm. So, like, when Doc Ock rolls up and he, like, freaking Bluetooth, like, connects to his, like, tentacles and takes it over. That's true. Because of tech that was left in the suit from Tony, and you know, eventually he couldn't use the suit anymore because it got beat to a pulp. Mm-hmm. But um, the reason that he had Happy's apartment to go to and he had that tech to use is because Tony left it behind. So it's almost like you know, Tony was Jesus in that that instance. He left behind all the tools that he yeah. needed yes. to kind of further the kingdom as it were of like being the good guy right Uh, and so he got to use that but um and then he had access to these friends these let's say members of the church right Mm -hmm. that's happy he wouldn't know him without it right it's picked up by happy um i think it's in the previous movie right Mm -hmm. he gets picked up by the jet like so ever since tony left he's kind of been leaving these breadcrumbs these things for him to use and these things for him to follow like the edith glasses and all that yeah Yeah. so i think I think maybe there's a, a parallel there to the Lord kind of like leaving that power behind for right. us, for right. us to go out and, and use, but with restrictions, right? We can't just do what we want with the right, Spirit. Right. It has to fall within what he intended. And Tony kind of left some of those safeguards behind too. Right. 
uh, it wasn't just entirely up for him to go like use the tech. I think the cool thing about that to like even expand on that is like, so Tony used his Tony used his power in a certain way with like you know the armor and everything, the Iron Man armor. But then you know with Spider Man, he still had those hints of that armor, but it enhanced his Spider Man powers. So I feel like it's the same way with the. <laughs> I feel like it's the same. <laughs> almost all the flame almost went out. Um, I feel like it's the same way with us, where like Jesus gives us, you know, the the power to do these things through the Holy Spirit, but within our own kind of wheelhouse, where we have these special, we have our own special talents and abilities that we use. Like I love to draw, and so I use that to further the kingdom. And you're just fantastic in all other ways. So <laughs> you use that anything. to further. <laughs> I do nothing. <laughs> you do it all. You do it all, man. You're like literally Swiss Army man. So no, yeah, wrong. It's the bad truth. opinion. I'm cutting it out. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm gonna edit all this out. But anyway, but um, no, you're right. Like it's it's not. It's like the hint of Tony, but it's still it's not the way Tony would do it. Right. And he doesn't approach things the way Tony did. Tony was very brash, very upfront, very right. loud. Right. Like he's the one of the only he didn't even freaking try to conceal his identity ever. Right? Yeah, he came exactly. back from the making the first suit and, and he was he like, was, "Yeah, I am Iron it's Man." It's me. It's me, dog. Like <laughs> like he didn't care. He was yeah. he was about being upfront and all that. And right. in a sense, Jesus was the same way. He didn't hide who he was when he, he was here on earth. All. People are like, who are you? And he's like, freaking the savior, dude. Yeah. He's like, and they're oh, like, I'm the son of God. And they're like, what? Yeah, they're like, no, you I feel like you're not though. And yeah. he's like, but like I am. Like, check out these like thrusters I have in my suit. Yeah, yeah. Come check out this party where I'm like doing Iron Man stuff. So they Yeah. He was there to to seek and to save the lost, and people had to know what he was in order to do that. And mm-hmm. Iron Man kind of, you know. Jesus didn't have the drunk party where he pees in the suit situation, but right. it was still very, he didn't try to hide it. Yeah. But then now we have, you know, undercover churches in places that can't be that upfront, but they're true. still using that same power just yeah. differently. Right. Cause uh, I was at a, a comedy show for John Christ. Do you know mm-hmm. who he is? Yeah. I know who that is. Yeah. yeah. And so he's like, Hey, I think we need to update some of these church sayings for like this century. He's like, <laughs> I'm the vine, you are the branches. He's like, I don't know anything about vines or branches. Like, what does that mean, dog? And he's like, uh, I think we need to update that. Like, you are the iPhone, I'm the charger. Oh, oh my God, I get there it. Go. But that's, like, that's it. But you can, you and I use our phones in different ways. Right. Same exact capabilities on paper. They do all the same things. Yeah. I have an iPad. You have an iPad. Mm-hmm. I watch YouTube on mine, <laughs> and you make like really cool comic drawings. But on paper identical capabilities it's just amplifying my laziness and your (laughs) ability to actually create art right so it's just these tools have been given and the lord gives everybody the same set of tools yeah but it's what you already have that it's going to kind of latch on to and push forward yeah definitely yeah i love that that's great that's perfect i know that's pretty good yeah that was good yeah it's like in my head right there and it's just bam See, that's you're the tech guy. You're the tech guy for sure. I literally stole it from a comedian. Still. 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 So, okay, so who is your, out of the three, who's your favorite? We've um, had this discussion before, and he doesn't like it when I answer it. 
because your answer was straight up trash. But go ahead. Toby Maguire is not my Spider Man. I grew up. I was too young when his came out. I wasn't allowed to watch them. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah. Garfield is my Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Because he was in theaters when I grew up. Right. I think he's very good. I think he's a very emotionally grounded Spider Man that we haven't seen before. And I think yeah, Tom sure. Holland does a good job of that. Maguire. You don't really feel bad for him yeah. at all. Yeah. In fact, I honestly kind of feel annoyed with him at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But everyone's like, oh, my God. Toby Maguire's the best Batman ever. Like, no. If you saw it in theaters and you walked out and you're like, that was kind of crap. Like, <laughs> it wasn't the greatest. He's a good dude. And, and I think his performance in No Way Home was off the charts. Yeah. Like, when he swings down and, like, stops him from, like, yoinking yeah, the guy yeah, with, yeah, the, yeah. with the piece of Yoinking the guy. Like... Is that a technical term? Yeah. Yoinking the guy. Yes, that's correct. I really like that you use that too. Yeah, Just the, the yoinking. standard yoinking. Right, like finna get yoinked. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm gonna start telling people. Um, but, yeah, yeah. But Garfield was mine, so I went back and watched the Maguire ones later. But by that time, I'm was a big CGI snob, and I still that's am. It, yeah, yeah. And so they just didn't feel as cool. Absolutely. And then I'm not the kids in high school now that just love Tom Holland because they've grown up in the Marvel Universe. Like, right, yeah. I was true. watching, like, interested in superhero stuff and watching Batman Begins well before Iron Man 1 came out. Right. And then that came out, and the CGI that they threw behind it was just, like, nuts, and then I yeah. was all in. But long story short, Garfield is my Spider-Man. I, yeah, and I think, like, he was definitely number one for me um, until I saw Tom Holland's performance. Cause then, and then he he became like a close second, like maybe even one and a half, like close second. Um, yeah, Tom Holland is definitely my favorite because I feel like, and especially like in the last movie, where you kind of see him kind of grow into the his role and and kind of grow into being Spider Man. Because this whole time he's kind of had that Tony, I'll take care of me to like fall back on, even like the tech after he was gone. Um, but now he's got nobody. And he still holds on. He like I feel like that's the most comic book version of Peter Parker where he wants to help. Especially like when he was like, Yeah, we can like get these guys better before we send them back to their universes. Like that's such a Peter Parker thing to say. And and just kind of that hope that he had at the end of the movie after he lost everything, that's such a Peter Parker thing. Like that's Peter Parker from the comic books for sure. And I think that like him having to make that decision, um, to kind of sacrifice or give up that relationship with MJ and not remind her that, hey, and Ned, that, hey, I'm Peter and I'm your best friend and I'm your I'm you know, the love of your life or whatever. Like, that is such a Peter Parker thing to have to go through as well. And I think Tom Holland played it so well. Sorry, excuse me. And I think, so I think Tom Holland's definitely number one. But Andrew Garfield definitely plays plays up to the emotion of the character and and some of the struggles that he had as well, like especially in like Amazing Spider-Man Two, when he had to kind of like say like Harry, I won't give you my blood, like I don't know what it'll do to you, and so like he wanted to save his best friend, but he knew that it could actually make it worse. So I do love a lot of the things that they did with the Andrew Garfield, Peter Parker as well. I mean, I think as far as like being a comic book version of Spider-Man, he's he's the number one comic book version of Spider-Man. He was quippy, you know, obnoxious. And, and which is exactly what Spider-Man is. And so, um, yeah, I think he's, Tom Holland's just like right there for me. 
I think uh, a big thing that plays in Tom Holland's favor is like he's kind of older, but he like looks enough like a high schooler yeah. to pull yeah. it off. Whereas like they didn't even try with McGuire. Yeah. He was just an adult like yeah. partying with like his yeah, adult exactly. best friend. Like he's, he's supposed like, to be a high school kid yeah, trying yeah. to figure this out. Yeah. And that's why he's trying to like be the neighborhood Spider-Man because he feels like he's like his scope is this big because he's just a kid. He doesn't really have a place right. in these like grand battles and right. stuff. Um, which is why I don't know. It felt a little out of place for him to just be balling with the Avengers and then go back and have like these smaller battles. Yeah. yeah. Um. And don't get me started on the fact that like every fight against a supervillain should have all of the Avengers and the fact that they just don't show up to some of the Spider-Man right, ones right, doesn't make yeah. any sense. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Or the freaking Eternals that were just like on snooze for the whole time, but yeah, we'll get to that. That's, well, it's just kind of funny, like how like he's got like an airplane full of like all of his stuff just going, you know, <laughs> flying, and he's like, "Yeah, Happy took care of it. It's fine." You know what I mean? Like he's not gonna go like have like an armed guard like follow it, and, like send the Iron Legion or whatever. He's just like, "Yeah, cool." And then Peter Parker's like, yeah, got "I gotta go stop this chauffeur yeah. driver from the first." You <laughs> <laughs> <The security laughs> got it. Guard. <laughs> But I, I think Tom Holland's doing a good job of playing to the immaturity that yes. Spider-Man has. And I think yeah. that played a big decision of him going to talk to Doctor Strange because he's just a kid mm-hmm. and it seemed like a really good idea. Yeah. And Doctor Strange, it's it's his fault. He was the adult in the situation okay. and shouldn't have okay. done the freaking spell. Yeah, okay. I can, yeah, I can get behind that. Because at first I was like, I was like uh, thinking like when uh, MJ was saying like, this is kind of your fault, so could you say please? And I was like, well, Peter's the one that asked. So, but yeah, when you put it that way, it's like he's the adult, the adult. He's the more mature one. He should have he should have known better. Yeah, so, for sure. So when when your son grows up and he's like fifteen and he's like, hey, dad, I want to go like jump this dirt bike thirty feet, and you're like, yeah, let's do it. And then he like breaks his leg. Is it his fault or is it really yours? Right. I mean, yeah, for sure. But it'll be something he'll never forget. So you would do... Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Someone call 9-1. Have it ready. Yeah, for real. So I think what I want to say kind of to cap this off is this that I think that we kind of watch these pop culture movies. And for me, it's easier to see. But I hope... I, I think like the goal for me in doing this podcast is like... To have fun, obviously, talking about these movies that we love, but also to kind of give a fresh perspective on the gospel. And and because, you know, Jesus is not boring. God is not boring. And I think that if we're able to kind of freshen up that perspective, especially by relating it to pop culture, then maybe we can kind of change people's minds about, you know, what that is. And I hope that pe- there are comic book fans out there, Marvel fans out there that watch these movies and kind of start seeing these parallels and, and, you know, kind of maybe that that's God's kind of way to come in and say, Hey, you know, like I love you and I I want to have this relationship with you. Look at all these things that I can do. And I'm even better than these guys. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm the greatest hero who ever lived, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I think that's a big point that, that I want to mention before we wrap here, which is I don't think, that there is a society agreed upon version of good and evil. I think it ultimately comes from the Jesus versus the devil battle.
battle. I no. don't think you can make a bad guy in pop culture without having parallels to ultimate evil. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you can make a hero in any circumstance without having parallels to ultimate good. Right. You don't have a choice. That's exactly. where it comes from. That's where we get it from, yeah. even if people don't admit it. Right. So I think you look at any good guy or bad guy as we're going to do in this in this podcast. Right. And there's ways to relate it and and maybe a way that it can speak to one of you guys. And that's what we hope. No, for sure. Well, I just want to end the podcast, actually, um, and just kind of send out the invitation to anybody who's listening, who, you know, maybe as you're listening to this, the Holy Spirit has kind of have talked to you and touched you um, and so, and kind of drawn you in. And if you don't know Jesus and his love for you, you know, he, he died for you and he made that sacrifice. You know, Easter is tomorrow. And so we're talking about how he died and rose again with specifically you in mind. If you're listening to this, that means you. If you're watching this, that means you. Um, he died specifically for you to usher you in, to rip down the veil so that you can have a relationship with God, an intimate relationship with God where he knows you and loves you and, and wants to talk to you. So um, to anybody out there, I just want to you know pray this prayer with me if you're earnest about it. Um, you know God will hear you and and you will be saved. So Lord, we just come before you. We thank you for this opportunity to to fellow. I thank you for the opportunity to fellowship with Luke and talk about pop culture, to talk about you, to glorify your name. And Lord, I just lift up anybody out there who is um, curious about you and and maybe they do want a relationship with you. And so if you if that's you. Um, then just pray this quick prayer with me. Um, So Lord Jesus, um, I want to have a relationship with you. I know that I was, I'm destined um, for hell because of the sin in my life. But because you died and you rose again, you took my sin, you took my place on that cross. So, Lord, I ask that you would come into my heart, that you would live in my heart, so that I can be with you forever and ever. In Jesus' name, amen. And friends, if you if you prayed that prayer, then, you know, welcome to the kingdom of heaven. The angels are celebrating with you. We're celebrating with you. And um, so we'll see you next week, next podcast, mm-hmm. for the Batman. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited about that one. Joseph E. Batman. Batman. Yeah. Bateman? No. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for listening. Uh, and yeah, we will see you in the next one.